Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is mythos. Mythos, or myth, is pretty much a collection of stories based on tradition. Now, some do have factual origins, while others are completely fictional. Often, the world and man's experience can be explained through the stories and traditions found in a myth. The myths of a golden age give hope that there are great leaders who will improve lives. When former First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy referred to her husband's tenure as a new Camelot, we understood that she meant it was a golden age, like that of King Arthur. When the Greek government dubbed a campaign to rescue ethnic Greeks from behind the walls of the Iron Curtain Operation Golden Fleece, we understood that they were invoking an ancient name to communicate that these people belong to them. Each generation of storytellers adds another layer of fact and fiction to the myths, such that the themes and characters of myths are timeless and relevant. Myths are simply and wonderfully reinvented and reapplied to the lives of each new generation. Mythos, a telling tale that lives on forever. This is Kira Moran, President of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new Quad Pod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's qodpod.com. I love this little podcast because it allows me to meet and chat with the best and brightest people in the world. The last two weeks, we've been learning about the healing places of Greece and the medicinal properties of food in Elas. Dimitris Pascalis, a tour operator and now a friend of ours, is here with the final look at our healing series in Greece. And yes, he is live from Greece today. It's all about the enchanting food that nets a plethora of benefits tastes delicious and happens to be the symbol of Greece or peace, excuse me. For a food that is so small, it packs a giant punch. You guessed it. It's the mighty olive. And in Greece, the olive tree is a symbol of peace, prosperity, health, wellness, abundance, and food. Let's get with it. Dimitris, I'm so excited to talk olives with you. Oh, you should be because it's a gift of God, uh, not only for Greece, but only also for the world. First of all, I want to say hello to your, um, your listeners. I hope they enjoyed uh, the previous podcasts we did, and uh, I'm ready to talk to Olives with it, with you. Fantastic. Well, it's very nice to have you back, and I'm sure I'm getting tremendous feedback, Dimitris. Uh, when people come to Greece, they're going to have to tour with you. They're going to love it. This little fruit, the olive, is the impetus for several products which heal the mind, the body, and the soul. It's been written that Egyptians used olive oil for human preserving. That's fascinating to me. During your travels, what did you learn about the Egyptians and the use of oil coming from olives? I think it shouldn't be a, uh, it wouldn't be a, a, a real Greek pod- podcast if we didn't start with the myth again. 
<laughs> so we have to know how the olive tree came uh, to this world again by myth. Huh? I'm talking about. So what happens, like and most most likely most people know about the Acropolis of Athens, where the Parthenon is. That is the temple of goddess Athena. So on the Acropolis, at some point, the Athenians, they wanted to make a huge temple and they wanted to decide which god of the 12 of Olympus would worship. So two, two gods stepped up. That was god Poseidon, who I'm guessing you already know is the god of the ocean. Of course. And the goddess Athena, his niece, uh, who is the goddess of wisdom and defensive war. So what happens is that they ask the, um, the king of Athens to decide which of the two uh, would be worshipped and who would be the, the, let's say the patron or the matron, god or goddess of the city. So the king said uh, quite, quite um, wisely that he wouldn't choose because the god he wouldn't choose you know, would be mad at him and they, you know, could kill him. So what happens is he said, um, we're going to have a type of competition between you two. You're going to give a gift to the city itself. And whoever gives um, the best gift, that will be the, the god of the city. So God Poseidon goes up on the Acropolis. He's holding his trident. He hits it on the ground and water starts pouring out. So he gives water to the Acropolis. But what happens is that since we know he's the god of the ocean, the water is salt water, so you don't you cannot really use it. So goddess Athena goes next to him. She plants an olive on the ground. Well, she, he, she first uh, strikes her spear on the ground. She makes like a small hole. She puts an olive inside, and a fully grown olive tree blooms out. So oh. she gives the olive tree to Athens and the Athenians, and of course she wins that competition. So that's why Athens is called. Athens because it's Athena in Greek. So it's actually named by the goddess itself, herself, sorry. And um, she gives this amazing gift of God. That's that's literally in myth, gift of, gift of God, of goddess, to us, which gives the amazing olive oil, the amazing olives that we eat. And of course, we also use the wood it's uh, it's very um, it's very good for for burning, you know, for our uh, for our uh, fireplaces. So knowing that, and because you did ask me about the ancient Egyptians, because also Egyptians they go a little bit, um, a little bit before us, before ancient Greeks, let's say they come before us. So they would use olive oil, yes. To, um, to, to for better preservation of the of the pharaohs when they would mummy them. So for the mummies, because the the olive oil has a um, has a property that it um, it forbids it stops like microorganisms microorganisms and um, and you like type of bacteria. So they would they would pour olive oil on the mummy. Or the I mean, the dead pharaoh before becoming a mummy, for better preservation, so they wouldn't uh, their flesh wouldn't uh, dissolve fast. There's true power in the olive oil. That was a great story um, about how the olive oil tree or the the olive tree emerged into Athens. I love that history there. Um, do you know? I, I was 
I saw a really cool tree at the Acropolis, an olive tree. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Of course. I mean, there's only one. Supposedly by myth, that's the one. That's the one oh, that's tree the that one. goddess, that's the, the goddess that's, Athena I gave. I saw it. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> that's really fun. I Okay. I learned something now. Again, when can you tell? Yes. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to say that this is a myth. Um, I think studies have shown have shown that um, the olive tree comes to Greece um, from Syria. Well, it in, in that part of the Mediterranean. So we're talking about uh, Eastern Mediterranean. So the, it was in Syria, but in the in the in the area of the Mediterranean, like when we're talking about Italy, Spain, France, Southern France, Greece, the first place it came to from Syria was through the um, Phoenician tradesmen. So they would bring, they did bring uh, the olive tree uh, for the first time in Greece. Well, I'm talking about, this is almost like 3000 BC. I'm talking about 5,000 years ago. The, this goes way back. Mm-hmm. What in, in regards to the significance of the mighty olive, there are various regions, Dimitri. Mm-hmm. Delphi example has the largest olive grove. Have you seen it? Do you know about it? What can you tell us? Of course. First of all, Delphi is, uh, I would have to say, my opinion, is like the second most important archaeological site of the country after, after the Acropolis of Athens. So we do, the, we do go there a lot, very often. So we do drive people there for the archaeological site. So that, that's where the... Um, the Temple of Apollo is located. That's where the oracle was, and she would give the prophecies. But also, um, the archaeological site is on a is on a hillside, on a mountainside, let's say. So uh, below, when the when the when the mountain ends and the and like a valley starts, there is a huge, huge, huge grove of olive trees. That is the area of Amphissa. So um, that region produces the um, the crunchy, big green ones. Oh, I love those green olives. And I'm saying that because uh, depending on the region, uh, the olive the olive tree and the olive that it, uh, it grows on it changes. So you cannot make all types of olives from one region, let's say. Like the Kalamata olive, the little exactly. black one. It's that, delicious too. It's delicious. Those are my favorite ones. And I know they're very well known and uh, people like them in the States. So Kalamata is a region at the south part of Greece, again in the Peloponnese. So it depends. It's, it's about the area. It's about when you pick them, when you harvest the trees. Usually uh, the typical... Um, the typical season is like between November and like late January, but it has it it, it depends if it's like an early uh, harvest or a late harvest. So that changes the quality and the and the type of the olive. And again, it's how you pickle them because we do pickle the olives. Like for example, the Kalamata olives. Once you pick them, they are put in a barrel with water, olive oil in it. Um, uh, salt and vinegar. Dimitris, generally speaking, let's touch up on the health benefits of the olive and its oil. Mm-hmm. There are so many products and so many benefits of this little olive and oil. Yes, of course. Um, 
Well, the, the olive tree and the olive, uh, of course, is very well known for its, uh, the properties that they have for, the, for, the, for benefiting the skin. So I, would, I could say it's like the uh, ancient sunscreen of the world. But not only the olive uh, and the olive oil is used, you can also use the leaves from the actual tree. The extract of the leaves um, is used uh, for the for the for like a sun for like a face cream. So it like uh, it prevents like uh, <laughs> growing old fast. Oh yeah, anti-aging. I've got to exactly. use this right away ASAP. No, you're good. You don't need it yet. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but we do make. Uh, we, we there are many products that are made uh, from the olive and the olive oil. We're talking about soaps. We're talking about face creams. We're talking about hand creams. Uh, but mostly, what has to do about the skin. Um, it was it was like uh, even Homer uh, in his poems, the Iliad and the and the Odyssey. He did say he did refer to it, uh, the olive oil as a, as uh, liquid gold, because it has so many so many properties from eating it to uh, to using it to heal yourself. But it most it mostly focuses on like preventing microorganisms organisms like bacteria and stuff like that to grow and, and, and evolve and develop. Well, I'll tell you what, Dimitris, it's, it's really been fascinating and educational and enlightening to speak to you. And I think we need an entire month to unravel the beauty or to reveal the beauty of uh, all these healing properties, whether it be food or locations in Greece. We thank you so much for being with us. You've been a delightful guest and, um, we look forward to staying in touch with you. It, it was uh, it was my pleasure. It's uh, it's something new for me. I haven't done this before, so it was uh, very very much fun. I hope your listeners uh, uh, enjoy everything we said and we talked together. And of course, I'm waiting everyone to visit Greece at some point. And of course, you Kiki. I mean, it's been two years since I've since I've uh, seen you. Uh, in person, so I'm waiting you at some. I'm waiting for you at some point to come back again. We'll have to go to the caves. <laughs> D- just so you know, from where you're staying, it's like a two two and a half hour drive. Just so be prepared for that. Okay. All right. We'll put on the Greek <laughs> tunes. We'll bring that raki, and we'll be on our way. No, All right. I'm, not- I'm driving. I'm not drinking raki. You know that. You can you okay. can have as much as you want. Okay, Stine Yamas. All right, until next time. Thank you. Yamas. Bye. Bye-bye. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. Liquid gold or olive oil is a gift of the earth that is on the level of foveral or really astounding.
It's a source of nourishment and enrichment inside your body and outside on the skin. Olive oil is packed with healthy vitamins, fats, and antioxidants, and these components can contribute to healthier-looking skin. It moisturizes skin by locking in moisture, and its antioxidants can help to improve signs of aging. I'm all in on this one. Olive oil is the inspiration for modern entrepreneurs and scientists to create the most hydrating and conditioning products from lotions to hair serums to hand soaps. All over Europe, and particularly in Greece, you will find pharmacies that sell olive oil-based skincare products. A recent trip to Corinth afforded me the opportunity to discover the hand cream by Mia Natura. It is intensely soft, creamy, and fresh. I also use the liquid hand soap, and I love it to pieces. You can find Mia Natura on Amazon. Olakala, all is well when you use olive oil to enrich the body and soul. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.